opening up your girls one night stands versus casual versus long term so your thoughts should you have different approaches for each i think this is a question for us girls well so what he's getting at because obviously this is a question from a guy is when he talks about opening a woman up making her feel heard and understood in other words how much effort how much time should you invest opening up a girl that you're just hooking up with versus somebody you're in a long-term relationship and the reality as i discussed in three percent man is that it creates rapport with everybody when you ask questions when you take a sincere authentic interest in other people and this is like basic sales skills 101 not just with women but just with men with just people in general it's like when you take the time to ask them questions and listen to them and get them to ask, answer the kind of questions they would enjoy answering, it makes us feel like the other person asking the questions actually cares for us. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, women want to feel a connection with a guy, and that happens through talking, through him taking the time to open her up, to listen to her, to see where she's at, because... As you do that, and as a woman starts to feel safe and comfortable, whether it's a first date or date number 20 after dating several months, the process is the same. As the formula goes and the nice mugs that we have, hang out, have fun, hook up, it means hang out, create a date, and while you're on the date, you want to have fun. And you do that through talking and communicating and getting her to open up. It's the same process. Whether you want to seduce her that night or if it's our first date or your first get together or it's date number 20. That's the same process because as a woman feels heard and understood, she feels safe and comfortable. She likes you. You're not saying stupid things to make yourself look unattractive or weak or like a beta male and you're letting her talk. It makes her feel like you care. I mean, this is all human beings this happens with. That's why it's so powerful for guys that are in sales and they learn this stuff is that it works. And so you have to take the time to get to know who she is. And if you do that, you'll notice eventually she typically, especially if she's attracted, she's going to start playing with her hair. She exposes her neck to you. Her knees point towards you when she's sitting. If she's next to you, her body language starts to lean in after a while. She might reach over and touch your arms. And like I said, whether it's the first date or date number 20, it's like that's what you're typically looking to do. And as I talk about in the book, is that you want to go to three different places. I think a good, for me, what's always worked well, and if you don't know her too well, start out someplace, have a couple of drinks, see how it goes. If the conversation goes well, then you guys can go to another venue, someplace close by, have some food, and then after that, maybe some bowling or miniature golf or axe throwing type things or golf carts or video games, pool, throwing darts, pinball, Doing things where you can interact with each other physically where, like I was talking about this in a video the other day, if you're playing a video game or you're playing pool and you're really good, just crush her and have fun and make fun of her and tease her and she'll start punching your arm and being playful. And that's when you get her starting to touch you and be close to you physically, that's her invitation that touching is okay. And that's your cue to start escalating things. So to answer the question, it's like, no, it does not matter because these are basic rapport building. And it's the same thing on every date. If you go out on one date and you have great, like, you know, great interactions. I had an uh, email and answer for a guy the other day. He, he goes out on a first date, does everything that's in the book, pretty much textbook, 
sleeps with her on the first night. And then he goes out for the second date. He goes to dinner. They finish dinner. He's like, hey, let's go back to my place. And she's like, well, why don't we have another drink? Because she's not ready to go back. And then by the third date, he's making plans for her just to come over to his house. And she's communicating. Like when she left in the morning, she's like, this is like the walk of shame. Because he's like, oh, I was too tired. So she took an Uber home that particular night. And so what I was pointing out to this guy is like, you just made her feel like a booty call. She mentioned this to you. And instead of him going back to work so what worked successfully in the first date, he's just, you know, she canceled like two dates on him each time. He reschedules with just her coming over. And women are smart enough to know that if you're no longer willing to take him out because the biggest, one of the biggest complaints women have is the guy was romantic at first, and then he changed. He took the time to date and court me, and then once we got serious, he stopped all that. And so this particular guy did it for the first date, got laid, and he figures, hey, now I don't have to do anything. I'm going to be lazy. I'm just going to invite her to come over, we'll have sex, and then she leaves, and she's looking for a connection. So he's not taking the time to have the have fun part. He's going from hang out and hook up, and it's a process. It's the same process. doesn't matter whether it's date one or date 10 or date 100 if you've been together for, for several years. It's you have to take the time to create the report.